we're paying very, very high gas prices right now in Alberta. We're not alone. Um, gas prices are up right across the board, including in the United States, going about 3 bucks, $3.17 a gallon, up about 40% for the year. Of course, it's the summer driving season, the pressure on the U.S. president to try and get a little relief at the pump. So he tried to do that yesterday. I'm sure you've heard he uh, and his administration went to OPEC saying, you know what, you need to increase production. You need to get more oil under the market so we can bring down gas prices. And immediately the feedback came and it was harsh and it was severe from both sides of the border and beyond. People saying, how on earth can you go to OPEC asking them to increase oil supply when you have closed leases on federal land in the United States and, of course, canceled Keystone XL just six months ago. That would have handled a lot of the problems the United States facing right now. So that is the lay of the land. And um, one of the people that's been very outspoken about this announcement yesterday is Alberta's Energy Minister, Sonia Savage. And she joins us now to tell us a bit more about uh, our province's reaction to this word out of the United States yesterday. Minister, thank you for joining us this morning. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me today. Um, criticism coming from far and wide, pretty harsh, pretty severe, including from Alberta. It just, um, it's really hard to try and wrap your head around how six months after canceling Keystone and shutting down um, leases in the United States, now you're going to OPEC and asking them to increase demand. Just give us your take uh, as the Energy Minister of Alberta. Well, sure. I, I woke up yesterday morning to, to see that news, and I, I guess I said, what the heck? I thought I'd seen it all before, but then there was was yesterday, and the first thing that it, it came across my mind is how this is the height of hypocrisy. It highlighted all sorts of hypocrisy. The cancellation of KXL on its first day in office because of concerns, concerns with climate change and fossil fuel production, and then six months later begging the begging OPEC to increase production because they needed more fossil fuel production to keep gas prices down so it's just it's just a height of hypocrisy and it, it emphasized all sorts of hypocrisy it happened again two days after the IPC IPCC report um, from the United Nations that came out and said that uh, it basically said there's a code red for for uh, climate change. Mm-hmm. And fossil fuels needed to be phased out now. The uh, Biden administration uh, jumped to that and said, yes, we have to phase it out. In fact, we're going to phase out uh, 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 internal combustion engine cars. uh, And we're going to have fossil-free electricity by 2035. And then two days later, says we need more fossil fuel production. So it's extremely hypocritical. And, you know, I mean, Keystone XL is, is one part of this. It's not the, the be-all and the end-all. I mean, you, you know, closing down the leases on federal land and things like that also has mm-hmm. has limited what the United States can do. I mean, they, they've gone from a net exporter to a net importer in, in about a year. Um, so they've yeah. got their own issues. But doesn't it just speak to the fact, when you're going to OPEC, and this is the, the message that I think Alberta Oil and Gas ha- has done an okay job, but could do a better job of, is saying, listen... This demand is there. It needs to be supplied. And you can pick and choose where you're going to get your oil from. Why on earth would you go to Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and Russia, these kinds of places, when you can be getting it from Canada, where, you know, in terms of environmental standards and human rights and all the rest of those things, those other countries don't care about that stuff. No, and I think uh, another hypocrisy that uh, yesterday highlighted was that after more than a decade of a campaign to landlock Alberta, coming largely out of U.S.-funded environmental organizations, what have they really accomplished? Well, 
they've uh, land they've they've canceled pipeline projects and caused unbelievable harm to Alberta's energy sector and jobs here in Alberta and, and Albertans. But they haven't left a single barrel of oil in the ground. All they've done is they've shifted more barrels to OPEC country and had zero impact on global production of oil or climate change. And that highlighted that pretty strongly yesterday. So you're right. Uh, global demand for oil is global. It's global. Mm-hmm. And that production has to come from somewhere. And if it doesn't come from Alberta, it's going to go to other competing jurisdictions who don't produce it with the highest environmental standards. Certainly none of them produce it as, with uh, uh, an aim for net zero production like we have here in the oil sands with the initiative from the Pathway Initiative to get to net zero branded oil sands production by 2050. There's no other nation on the world that has that goal or that ambition. So um, it is, it's, it's just shameful. It's shameful what's happening. Is there a possibility here? Is this not an opportunity? Rather than calling it hypocritical and ironic and, and pointing, you know, sort of, you know, I don't want to say disrespectful, but you know what I mean. Taking that tact rather than saying, um, wait a minute here. And because this is about hearts and minds. That's why this decision was made in the U.S. because of the environmental movement and the political pressure that Joe Biden was under. Is this not an opportunity to sort of inject ourselves into that conversation and say, listen, we want to work with you on the transition, but it's a transition. It's not an overnight. And in the meantime, we're your best source to sell that message. It's a huge opportunity for Alberta because what what yesterday showed was that um, uh, climate climate change and lowering emissions in the world can't be solved by asking people to reduce their standard of living by asking people to by by making energy unaffordable. It has to come through innovation and technology, and that's what we're doing in Alberta is investing in innovation and in technology to for our industry to get to net zero things like carbon capture utilization and storage. We're moving rapidly to to uh, production of hydrogen. We're looking at lower sources of, of production of energy, and we're getting there. In fact, there's no jurisdiction in the world that has a better geology for carbon capture utilization and storage than Alberta. So I think it's a huge opportunity for us. And we're, we're not lagging on it. In fact, the industry has been leaders on it, and we've been investing in it for more than a decade. So where do you think we go from here? I mean, obviously, Keystone is dead, but uh, when we talk about the opportunity, what, where are the possibilities for us to sort of step up and become a bigger player with the United States and at least make the case that we can be? Well, I think we've got, um, I mean, we are the largest exporter of, of world free production oil in the world. We, ha- we hold the third largest reserves here in Alberta, third largest global reserves of, uh, of oil, and it's owned by Albertans under the Constitution. It belongs to Albertans, and we take it very proudly. We're very proud of the innovation and technology in our, in our industry. But if we uh, want to continue to be uh, suppliers of choice, we have to keep with it on technology and innovation and move to get to net zero. So I think we have to to have all hands on deck. We need to do everything we possibly can to ensure we can get the carbon out of the out of the oil, get the carbon out of the natural gas, and that's going to involve an enormous uh, enormous investment in things like carbon capture and storage. Uh, Minister, I know you only have a few minutes, so I appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is Energy Minister Sonia Savage for the province of Alberta.